Good morning and welcome to chapel on this day. May God's grace and love be all around you as together we worship. Along with our time of worship, I want to invite you to hold a particular family in your thoughts and prayers. This past week, uh, one of our Board of Regent members, Jim Swenson, has died. So I would like to invite you to hold his wife, Sue, and their family, and their extended family uh, in your prayers as they move through their time of grieving. Um, Jim has been a longtime benefactor and dear friend of the university, and you might also know him because his name is on a couple of buildings here at the university. We are a people of stories, stories to tell, stories to repeat. In the book of Hebrews, there's this. For the one who sanctifies and those who are sanctified all have one divine parent. For this reason, Jesus is not ashamed to call them siblings, saying, I will proclaim your name to my siblings. In the midst of the congregation will I praise you. And from the Gospel of John, in the 8th chapter, in the 32nd verse, you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. The stories of LGBTQI plus folks, and indeed the stories of all of us, are stories of risk. Stories of coming out in the face of fear. I invite you to listen to our stories. Hi. So today I'm going to be telling you all my story of coming out to my mom with my mental illness because that was actually harder than coming out to her as bi. So that's fun. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so I've been living with depression and anxiety since about the fifth grade. Um, but back then, I didn't have any words for it. Um, when I was younger, I thought that my days were just off days. And my anxiety attacks were just random but scary moments of shakiness, blurred vision, and shallow breathing that eventually would pass. Um, I dealt with this alone for years, never really knowing what it was. Um, as I entered high school, um, I finally learned what it was, um, but I still didn't really tell myself, like, oh, no, no, that's not what I have. Um, but my senior year of high school was kind of my breaking point. Um, I was a dancer, and I went to a dance convention where I couldn't dance, and that, it, it pushed me over the edge, and uh, I finally broke, and I began self-harming. Um, and I was, like, really good at hiding my cuts and all that. Because, you know, long sleeves, they're amazing. <laughs> um, but at dance, I was very exposed. I couldn't hide what I was doing to myself. And one night, my ballet teacher called my mom and was like, hey, I'm really worried about Courtney. And so when I came home that night, I, uh, my mom tried everything to get me to tell her. And I was like, oh, no, I'm fine. I just fell into a bush. 
It's nothing. Um, and I tried so hard not to tell her, and she tried her mom glare, and none of it was working until she started crying, and I was like, well, crap. Gotta tell her. So I told my mom, crying, about my depression and anxiety. Um, and then she's like, well, you're going to therapy, and I was like, okay, that's cool. Um, so I... So since then, I've been in therapy, I've been taking meds and all that to help me through this. Um, I still have my days where everything kind of just feels impossible, but it's getting better, and I'm glad I told my mom, because now I have her in my corner. So thanks. I came out as gay to my parents my freshman year of high school. The weeks leading up to my coming out, I had been trying extremely hard to overcome the powerful thoughts that my conservative parents might not accept who I am, even though I knew like deep down inside that my parents would just because that's just how they are. You know. Um, I tried for weeks to sit them down and tell them, but every time it came down to me saying, I am gay, I couldn't do it. So I eventually wrote it down on a piece of paper and gave it to them. I now realized that that moment was one of the hardest things I have ever done. I have just recently realized that I struggle with anxiety. I have been struggling with it for as long as I can remember, um, which played a big part in my coming out. Um, not only have I had to come out as gay, but I have also had to come out as having crippling anxiety, not only to myself, but also to my friends and family. I need their support as sometimes I find it a challenge to just walk to class by myself. Through my coming out, I have, got, I have gained so much support and love from my friends and family who I am so blessed to have. Hello. So growing up in a Christian household made me terrified of coming out. When I finally did, my mom, who had always been my best friend, didn't talk to me for three days. This made me feel that my fears of coming out were completely warranted. And then she forced me to tell my dad, but telling my dad showed me the good about coming out. He demonstrated so much love and acceptance to me, and we formed a new bond that previously hadn't existed. Still, even after I came out, I didn't want to have any sort of public coming out. I felt like it wasn't a big deal and that it was a private matter. Um, but when a friend of mine, Blaze Bernstein, who was still in the closet to his parents, was murdered for being gay by a closeted, self-hating gay man, I realized how important it is for someone like me who is proud and accepting of themselves to be publicly out and proud about it. It can be an example to those who are scared and or hating themselves, like I once was, which is why I choose to be out and proud. I hope that by being out, we can start to hear more positive coming out stories of all kinds. That's really tall. Okay. Hi, my name is Karime, and I'm going to talk about my coming out story as undocumented. Um, the first time I realized that being undocumented was a good, wasn't a good thing was in 2013 when my dad was deported. Um, this change affected me, but it affected my mother more 
which led her to take um, her own life. When I was in high school, I was like at the top of my class, but yet I never talked about going to college. I just didn't think of college being in the picture. Um, I thought that people were, who were undocumented weren't allowed to go to college. Um, however, I realized that my parents spent their entire life hiding in a fear of like saying that they were undocumented and that they actually left that undeveloped country to provide a better future for their child. So I decided to take that and I told my college counselor that I was actually undocumented. Um, I told my college counselor, I told my friends, I told my um, classmates, I told my school. And then Trump got elected. And the worst part was in like my friends, who I thought were my friends, um, giving me this hateful look whenever I walked like down the hall. It was like not having the comfort of my parents to be there for me. And um, because like I was undocumented, like I decided to take that like label and make it something better for myself. And um, however, even though people didn't think I would succeed, I took all their negative negative comments and turned them into theories that I would prove to be wrong. Thank you. Am I close enough? Okay. So, sporadic bullying, a father's abandonment, feelings of inadequacy, a society that deems my sexuality as a face, a world that has made me feel small in ways that go beyond my height. These are all reasons I spent a good portion of my life with suicidal thoughts. About two weeks ago, I spoke out about it to an adult, my therapist, for the first time in my life. The fear of being sent away was finally overcome by my need to finally talk about it. Be honest. <clears throat> to be honest with myself, uh, be honest with myself and someone who wasn't a peer, someone who could help me talk through and better understand a mentality so dark. As I've said to her and myself, those thoughts are in the past, a, part, a past that I have escaped through love and support of a number of people. I came out of the dark and am finally able to shed a mask I've worn for too long. Some, com <laughs> Some coming out stories are grand, others are terrible and awful. Mine is lukewarm. <laughs> when I came out to my mom junior year of high school, I was scared of losing the close relationship I had with her. Uh, the worst things came into my mind. I thought I was going to get kicked out, all the worst things. Or I thought, on the other hand, maybe she would completely accept me and... Nothing would change, but it didn't exactly go that way. At first, I, she told me it was a phase. Clearly, it's not years later. Um, but nowadays, it's, she approaches it lukewarm again. Anytime I mention loving girls or wanting to marry a woman one day, I'm met with a wall. And it's something we merely don't talk about. My coming out story it didn't completely destroy the close relationship I had, but it definitely changed it. So, yeah. Okay, so my coming out story is very similar to Courtney's. Um, I came out having a mental illness to my roommate, actually, my college roommate, sophomore year. And she was very conservative, Christian, didn't really like believe in psychology. However, she did believe in spiritual stuff. So that was an interesting conversation, how she believed in rocks. So 
that was fun. No offense to anyone who believes in like stones, but <laughs> um, so I had to come out with to her and the thing that made me want to come out to her was I had began um, self-harming my sophomore, my senior year in high school and I couldn't hide it anymore. So I decided to tell her about it because I was trying to hint up to it, trying to like get her a little bit like used to the idea. And she did exactly what I thought she said was going to say. And she said, Caitlin, why are you doing that to yourself? Like, why don't you just talk to me? Like, why are you hurting your body? And I said, you don't understand it. And so I began to go to therapy and thank God for my amazing therapists that they helped me through everything. And yeah, so that is my coming out story with a mental illness. So this is a story that I had a hard time talking about, so I wrote it. This is a story about me coming out to my religious mother that was born in a small town in Guatemala. My father was never in the picture. He left us for another woman. So it was just my mom and I. For context, I came out during my freshman to sophomore year in high school. I got a response that most queer religious folks dread. I will go to hell, look at what God did to Saddam and Gomorrah. It was all in my head. I had to pray to God to send me on the right path of marrying a woman. And, I, and unfortunately, I went through more traumatic events along with this one. And it led me to the point where I attempted suicide. I was one pill in, two, three, then four. And suddenly I stopped. To this day, I don't know why. Maybe it was a fear of the unknown. Maybe it was God. Either way, I stopped. Over time, I recuperated myself. I focused on the little things that made me happy. It was the only thing that was keeping me going. And it took about two years to finally hear my mom said that she loves me no matter what for who I am. Today, she's my biggest supporter. I also discovered, and as corny as it seems, that there's hope in even the most hopeless situations that you can be in. Defeat is in, uh, inevitable, and some wounds can go very deep, but it made me, for, it made me who I am today. Uh, this is uh, the story of me coming out to my mom about uh, my struggles with mental health. This summer, I was clothes shopping with my mom, something that already puts me on edge. Uh, we were leaving the store and heading home. My mom suggested that I wear something under the outfit that I had gotten because you could see the cellulite that I had. Um, I tried to end the conversation quickly. It wasn't something that I felt like talking about at the time. Uh, my mom got angry that I didn't want to talk, uh, and, which is something that happens a lot. Uh, and I had had it. I exploded. I was truly honest with her for the first time in my life. I told her that I had been insecure with my body and my appearance since middle school, that I'd been depressed for almost as long. I had never felt like I could open up to my, to my mom, and I let her know that. She said a lot of unhelpful things like, well, how do you think that makes me feel? Like, that wasn't the exact reason why I had never told her. She also said, there's a, my friend at work, she's so beautiful. She always says how pretty you are. I mean, if someone as beautiful as that thinks you're pretty, and I was like, cool, all of those years just gone. And I knew it was coming from a good place, but it was 
severely unhelpful, and I'm glad that I was in a place where I knew that that was unhelpful, and I was able to move past it. Um, but as difficult, uh, messy, and emotionally draining as it was to tell my mom all of this, I'm glad that I did it. I feel like my mom understands me in a way that she's never had before. She still has a ways to go in understanding what I've been through and what I'm still going through, but I'm so glad that I opened that door. Today is National Coming Out Day. I have a surprise for you all, I'm gay. You've heard stories coming from brave spaces today. Do not be afraid is such an easy thing to say. Not all coming out stories end happily, and sometimes there is grave reason to be afraid. There are people who cannot come out because it will cost them their lives. But I hope what these stories have done for you today is that they have shown you that you too have opportunities to come out. Coming out is about so much more than sexuality or gender. We all have closets, and we hide in them. But in God, we don't need to be afraid of the truth. I invite you, as you leave chapel, to head to the end of the Rose Garden, where there is a door that can symbolize your own need to come out today. I welcome you to leave your closets behind because the truth will set you free. Thank you all. With us in our coming out, in our speaking truth, and in our living honestly, the lives you have given us to live. Amen. I invite you to share a sign of God's peace with all those around you.